1: Welcome to Millennial Love, the Independent Lifestyle Desk's weekly podcast on love, dating and relationships, hosted by me, Rachel Hosey, Assistant Lifestyle Editor, and me, Olivia Petter, Lifestyle Writer. Dating today is a world away from what it was even just 10 years ago. With dating apps, millennials are finding it harder to meet people than ever before. And even when we do, who's to say we won't be ghosted? So that's why we decided to launch Millennial Love as two long-time singletons in their
2: 20s, talking candidly about all of the things everyone is doing, but not always willing to admit. Today, it is just the lovely Rachel and I. And may I say, Rachel, you are looking very bronzed. Why, thank you, Olivia. I did get (laughs) back from Portugal just last night, so it is fresh tan. It's really, the whole room is radiating with your glowing goddessness. Honestly, she is so So brown and her hair... (laughs) hair is like blondie golden as well stop very good well any done.
1: boys listening
2: <laughs> boys Rachel is looking great
1: well might I also add that Olivia's outfit is 100% on point today she actually messaged me <laughs> at like 7am before I left home <laughs> to go to work she was like you're really gonna appreciate my outfit today and she was right I do really appreciate right. we've got a lovely sort of pale pink striped shirt on how would you describe this skirt because the skirt I would say is
2: like a plaid pastel, multicolored, multicolored, but pastel hues. Um, and then some fabulous shoes. Sparkly
1: pink sandal
2: platforms. Mm. And then a Absolutely. fluffy pink and yellow handbag that my friend Ella bought for me for my birthday. Yeah, which is so lovely. ridiculous
1: that I just love it. Thanks. Anyways, but, uh, should, should, we, should, we, should we introduce <laughs> that as a
2: regular segment today? <laughs> what are we wearing? <laughs> what no, are we wearing? Because
1: my effort's boring, I'm just wearing a
2: dress. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
1: what has been going on though?
2: So, a lot has been going on on the island of love.
1: Oh, goodness me. See, this is the thing. I am, we're, it's Thursday currently, and I didn't get to watch last night's episode because I was on a plane. So I'm, it's so tricky when you miss
2: one th- episode of Love Island. You're like, should I try and avoid all mm. spoilers? And it's kind of impossible <sighs> to avoid spoilers, I think. So I will just fill you in because, frankly, oh. I think the show was getting a bit boring. I don't. Okay, you've been away. It's been getting a bit boring. I th-
1: I was watching it while I was away. The last episode I watched was when Wes, uh, like Megan, was like said to Wes like kiss me, and he was like, uh, "What?" But then he looked like he was, and then he broke things off with Laura. And right. then it was like vote for the couple you want to save, and
2: obviously I voted for Jack and Danny. Okay, let me just pro- provide a little more context to that situation because that's quite scandalous, I think. So basically, Megan broke up with Eow she was in a couple with him. Yeah, The reason of which she said was because they didn't have enough banter and they weren't playful with each the other. O- only
1: sexual attraction. Yeah. yeah, so
2: fair enough, she ended it with him. Um,
1: but can I just interject? She, they, those two had, they had had sex like a day earlier and then she ended it. And can we just rewind to actually when Adam and Rosie did stuff and then he like ditched her a day later. Everyone was in uproar. And like Megan, totally did the same thing.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's quite shady, muggy, as they would say, muggy Megan. That's what I said. I tweeted that, right? I said muggy Megan. Oh, honey, you did not invent muggy Megan. But
1: I said it first, (laughs) and then like the main Love Island Twitter account tweeted it, and obviously then everyone was sharing that. I was like, I tweeted this first.
2: All came from you. I know. Anyway, Megan is being very muggy because then she went over to Wes and said oh, I just really like you. Wes has been coupled up with Laura since the beginning. Their relationship has been fairly solid. I mean, ups and downs, but he said that he was falling for her in like the second week. He did say that. And they just, they seemed pretty solid. So anyway, it was quite surprising because then Wes decided, oh, well this beautiful Megan likes me, so maybe I'm going to explore things with her. It's just very millennial to always want what's new and shiny and think, Mm. well, this might be better than what I've got. Well, exactly. And what he then did was not end things with Laura and decided to go for Megan. He set out to say to Laura, Look, I don't necessarily want to end things with you, but I'm going to start chatting to Megan more. That's what he said to her. Trying to keep his options. Exactly. Trying to keep both people around. In multiple baskets. Exactly. Which is absolutely horrific. And the thing is, if he wasn't on a reality show, he would be doing that in secret and Megan wouldn't exactly. know that Laura was doing it. Anyway, Laura quite rightly said, well, that's a load of rubbish. I'm not gonna stick around mm. and wait for you while you go and crack on with some other girls. So let's end things now. Yeah. Then in last night's episode, which Ugh. you missed, uh, so Wes, is, Wes obviously broke things off with Laura. Laura was crying and was quite devastated about it. She called <laughs> Megan a slag. Which she should not have done. No, and she apologized for that in today's episode I agree she shouldn't have done that um so she apologized for that then that evening Wes and Megan went and slept in one of the day beds together outside and were kissing and cuddling all Mm. night people move on so quickly don't they so quickly and I just thought that was so inappropriate and I just think (sighs) the idea of like like we said before ditching someone for someone else so publicly I don't know. It but really the thing is about it Love all Island. The time.
1: Yeah, and in Love Island you can't not do it under the other person's nose because yeah. you're literally on one villa. Um mm.
2: in one villa. And then Megan was saying to Wes, Oh kiss me, kiss me, kiss me was trying to get him to kiss her. Even before he, she is a snake. Why didn't she go and speak to Laura before doing that? And then she's saying how she's got no girlfriends and she's more of a boys' girl. It's like, babe, I'm not like I'm not surprised. Mm, Are you mm -hmm, kidding? You're not. mm -hmm. You don't have any girl mates. It's no secret. Why? Mm
1: -hmm. And I mean, like, I don't want to fully judge Megan because obviously I don't know her. No, neither. But I just I'm always wary of women who say they don't have any female friends.
2: I agree, and also wary of men who say they don't have any female friends. And wary Hmm. of women who don't say they have any male friends. I think it's very important to have friends of the opposite sex.
1: Be friends with all genders. Be friends with
2: all genders. I have way more girlfriends than I have boyfriends. I do too, but I have some very close male friends as well.
1: Well, good. Otherwise, you know, this would be over.
2: Yes. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) have you got anything to add aside from Love Island? Um, What I will add
1: is, and I'm so behind the times, is that I have recently got... I everyone for months and months and months and been telling me to watch Queer Eye, and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it because I'm sort of a one series at a time kind of gal. I, I, you know, I'm very committed in that sense, which is ironic considering I can't commit to anything else. Um, <laughs> and then I recently finally. Because series two of Queer Eye came out, I was like, okay, now I'm going to go back to series one. And I'm so obsessed. I don't think I've ever been this, or not for a long time have I been this obsessed with a TV show. This is the most fabulous TV show in the world. This is five right. fabulous gay uh, guys. And they they find, they go to these men in the States. Like I think they're all from the South somewhere in Atlanta. Um, and and they will be nominated for various reasons. They give them makeovers, but it sounds so superficial because, it, but, because they do make over their appearance and they do make over their homes. But they really give them life makeovers, and they're so inspirational. And it's always just crying and it's emotional. And they all like they rediscover themselves and who they really are. And it's just absolutely fabulous. And I I'm so obsessed.
2: Oh, that sounds really great. Did they? So great. Do they then go and find relationships afterwards?
1: Yeah. Well, some it depends what situation they're in already. Some of them, it's like you know, some of them are kind of older and they've got to that point where the wife still makes an effort for them, and they just stop making an effort for their wife. Or sometimes it's like, oh well, I don't deserve to spend money on clothes for myself. And then it's like, no, you do deserve stuff. You deserve some time for yourself and look after yourself. I do really
2: want to watch that. Is it on Netflix? Yeah. Hmm. I am obsessed with the TV show. If we're going to talk about TV shows, there's a TV show called Unreal. Oh my gosh, what? So you know how I mentioned The Bachelor a few weeks ago. Yeah. So this is a show written by an ex producer of The Bachelor Mm. and it's all about making a show like The Bachelor and it's actually fascinating. Wait, is it like
1: a documentary? No,
2: it's fiction. Uh, But the premise is, it's a team of producers making a show called Everlasting, which is exactly like The Bachelor. Mm. So there's one man, 20 women, all competing for his love. He proposes to the winner at the end, and girls get eliminated as the show goes on. It's such a weird concept. It's so misogynistic. It's so rooted in sexism, but oh my god, it's fascinating watching this version unreal because you see the way, and obviously it's fiction, but because it's written by an ex-producer, mm. you sort of can't help but think some of this is true. Mm. They manipulate the contestants so much to the extent where they create fake plot lines that they trick them, they, like there's this one character who has been abused by her father or something, Gosh. I think she says, and she grew up in a foster home, and. They then, she reveals this to the suitor on camera in like one of their dates. The producers don't like this particular contestant. They don't want her to win. They want her to be like the kind of psychotic one on mm. the show. So they then bring in this actress to pretend that she's this woman's mother who then comes on and, the, and then the contestant is like, I've never seen that woman before in my life. And then the woman's like, oh, no, darling, you, you know, she always says this. She's got problems. And, and then she starts freaking out. She's like, I've never seen this woman. This is insane. That's so messed up. I know. And then they portray her as this like complete sociopath. Oh, my but God. But then this woman was hired by the production team. No, that's mental. So it's all things like that. And it's just, it's so interesting. And it makes me wonder. Yeah. Do, how, how, how much of that actually happened? Yeah. On a show like Love Island. You know, was there someone in the wings saying to Megan, "Wes really likes you"? Go tell him that you like that you you like him, and you just don't know. So it's really fascinating.
1: Well, we might soon be able to get some Love Island secrets with a future future guest on this podcast. Mm,
2: Love Island fans, get ready for next week's episode. Um,
1: However, let's do a bio of the week, shall we? Yes. So this is from Stephen. Stephen says in his bio. I went to Waterstones and asked the woman for a book about turtles. Hardback, she asked. And I said, yeah, and little heads. I thought it was a really cute <laughs> joke. Yeah, it was cute. I think there's nothing wrong with a bio that's just a joke. If it's actually something a bit original. or so, I'd never heard that joke before. Yeah, It's a bit of a dad joke,
2: but I quite like it. Mm, I agree. I'm much more inclined to swipe right on a funny bio than a serious bio that like lists all of these traits that yeah. are conventionally attractive. Ugh,
1: my worst thing ever. No, yeah. I absolutely agree. So yes, very good, Stephen. Very yeah, good. Cute, lovely. So we're gonna dive into sort of two topics to d- of discussion today, and the first one is what makes a good first date.
2: Hmm. 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 Very interesting. So I I have been talking about this a lot with some of my friends because. We have been going on first dates and so
1: many first dates. So many
2: first <laughs> dates. And one of, I think, first of all, the concept of first dates has totally changed because more often than not, the people that we go on first dates with, we're meeting on dating apps. So yeah. it's not just a first date, it's actually a first meeting.
1: Absolutely.
2: So I think that changes a lot of things. Um, I think it can be quite awkward if you meet someone off a dating app for the first time and you haven't spoken for that long and you're like, well, what do we talk about now? You look a bit different from your photographs. It can make things a bit funny from the beginning. So I think it's harder to have a good first date now than it might have once been, possibly. I don't
1: think that's necessarily true because I think if you hadn't met on a dating app in the olden days, wherever you met, like in a bar or something, you wouldn't exactly have chatted much about and like learned much about each other's life stories, would you? You'd have had a chat, fancy each other, exchanged numbers, that would have been it.
2: True, but you've seen each other face to face, whereas mm. this will be the first time you're actually seeing that person in the flesh and not some curated version that they've produced on yeah. a profile. Yeah, so you know that person could not meet your physical expectations, they yeah. could be shorter or taller. Yeah, I've had they that. could be you know, they could just look totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can set things off in a funny direction, but. I have had some pretty good first dates from dating apps.
1: Okay, tell me about your best.
2: My best? Well, obviously the best is always gonna be the one of the person that you like probably were most recently dating. Or no, are. not
1: necessarily. No? Okay. Mine wasn't.
2: Okay, I'm trying to think of mine. Well, my, I had a really good one with a guy who I bet on a dating app. We met at a train station and didn't plan like a particular bar or restaurant or anything. Um, just decided we find somewhere. Um, so spontaneous. Oh, Rachel, I am so spontaneous. It's bringing me out I am highs. Manic Pixie Dream Girl personified. Anyway,
1: <laughs> I'm like twitching at the prospect of I not having a reservation somewhere. <laughs>
2: um, anyway, it was just a really cute day. We went to a pub and then we had one drink there and then we went to another like underground bar. So this was an
1: evening? It
2: was an evening, yeah. It was, I think, a Thursday evening. So it was a school night. I think Thursday evening is a good...
1: Good date night. Yeah, because
2: it's not a weekend. Yeah. So you're not committing, you know, full weekend plans.
1: And you can fully be like, I need to leave now. Exactly.
2: But equally, if you're having fun, it's a Thursday.
1: Yeah, but also it kind of stresses me out if I go on a Thursday date and they're like, let's meet at like... Nine and I'm like, don't you understand? Oh I have no, to be in bed at ten thirty.
2: No, I think eight p.m. is prime weekday I, date I time. would
1: ideally even meet even earlier. To be honest with you, <laughs> I'm like six p.m. Let's start. Let's get but this done then, by nine.
2: <laughs> okay, but then so this is what I was going to ask you: if you meet around six, dinner, dinner,
1: so problematic. The dinner I question.
2: I never eat on first dates, and that is terrible because then no. I get so drunk. So
1: what I would I didn't do, eat on
2: this date. I was to- I was talking about we didn't eat.
1: See, I would never do that. So I, how do you
2: incorporate the food aspect?
1: So if I'm meeting sort of before dinner time, mm. early evening, I'd have a substantial snack before. Yeah. And then on the date, if, I've, if I decided after a couple of drinks, like I need to escape this, then I'll go home and eat before it's too late. If it's going well, after like third drinks, I'll be like, can we get some food please? Mm. And then you, hopefully you're in a place where you can get nibbly bits or like chips or mm. something. And I, cause I always, I love to eat food. So I'm always, food's always on my brain.
2: I think you should always, yeah. I think if you are hungry and particularly, not, not even just if you're hungry, but if you feel yourself getting really drunk and sort of getting to that stage where your mind's a bit fuzzy, and you know it's an early, it's it's a first date. You need to be quite clear. You need to be. You need to ha- be focused. Really. <laughs> I
1: mean, we've all definitely got too drunk on first dates. For
2: no, I know. But but there, I think in those situations, just go and get food. Like I remember once being on a date and we were walking to. We were walking from one bar to another, and we passed a pret. and I could feel myself getting drunker and drunker, and it was only about 8.30 p.m., and I was like, okay, can we go into pret and get a sandwich? <laughs> I love that you
1: went to pret. that's hilarious. And he um, was like, yeah, sure. Can we please go back to your best date, though? Yes, yeah, I'm sorry. not done with this. So, you just went to a few places for different drinks, right? Mm, yeah. Um, so, what made it such a good first date? Was it actually him?
2: To be honest, it had nothing to do with the places, right. or You know where we were. I mean, I do think the idea of going to different places kept things fun because I think if you spend the whole evening in one place, it could potentially get a little dry. But it was just that we got on really well, and it was the first time I'd met him, and it was exciting. And so this was the
1: fact that you clicked and fancied each other. Yeah,
2: and we kissed. And this is the other thing I want to talk about. Oh, but
1: get on to that. Sorry. We're doing best and worst first. Sorry. Eight.
2: Okay. So that was so that was a good one. Um... And yes, probably my best. What about you?
1: Um, So, so many dates. <laughs> um, I've you know, been on a fair few first dates in my time. And I would say probably the best one was actually with a guy that I had not met on a dating app. I'd met him in person. And we had so chatted a bit before. Um, but we went to... Swingers, the crazy golf place.
2: I had um, to say that is my worst nightmare for a day. No,
1: it. W- wait, why? Because
2: <laughs> I hate activities.
1: You're, why so boring? <laughs> See, I really like activities, the, and I've another one I love is bounce ping pong. I love these things. And worst then nightmare. I, because no, it's super fun, but and it's like, like forced
2: fun. No, no,
1: no it's 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 actual fun. It's actual fun again. Okay. And you have you have drinks and food. Like we had pizza, we had drinks. It's like we played crazy golf. It's fun. Or like there's this place in South London as well in Clapham called the four thieves where it's called cool pub. But then there's also, there's this whole games room upstairs with like skeletric And again, crazy golf and like so many things like that. I, I like it when there's a bit of activity involved. Mm. I, you don't want the whole date, especially if you've only just met to be like meet and then be like, okay, now we're doing activity. I always think it's good to start with just sitting and having a drink and a chat because I sort of, you know, do want to talk to them a bit. Um, but, i I'm always keen for doing something like that, to be honest I think, but then i I will also say that you know again that date was good because I liked the guy and we mm. continued to date for a couple of months, yeah, so yeah, basically That's three years in millennial terms
2: um so that was good, but I like an activity if it's something i mean maybe not on the first date though, I think on the first date. The thing is, you you didn't meet this guy on a dating app. No. I think if it's someone you meet on a dating app, you really need to speak to them first.
1: Yeah, that's why I was saying you start, at least, with the chats.
2: Um, and then I think in terms of activities, I would probably save it for the second or third date. I probably wouldn't ever want to do something like crazy golf. or First of all, because I'd be absolutely rubbish at Doesn't it. Doesn't
1: matter if you're rubbish no, at No, I know, it. but
2: I just don't find it that fun. And then <laughs> oh, I would oh, rather go to an exhibition. To
1: oh, an exhibition. <laughs> so cultured.
2: Yeah, I'm very, I'm seriously cultured.
1: I mean, I have to say, like, if a boy just an exhibition to me on the first date, I'd be like... Really?
2: Oh, no, I think it's fun because it gives you something to talk about.
1: I would have and nothing
2: to say. <laughs>
1: I'd be like, this is There nice are some really and cool and
2: exhibitions, like photography ones, yeah, and art okay. ones. Yeah, okay, no,
1: true, but like... We live
2: in London, baby. We do live in London. The thing is, they're very expensive and there is a lot of... It, there's a lot of amazing exhibitions like the Summer Exhibition at the Royal Academy is amazing, but it costs like 25 quid to get tickets. Mm. In fact, anyone listening, if you want to go to an exhibition on a first date in the summer, my suggestion is to go to the BP Portrait Award at the National Portrait Gallery. It's on every year. It's brilliant. It's a painting competition. It's the most prolific painting competition in the world. It's all portraiture and it is free admission. And it's in Trafalgar Square, which is perfect date place so you can go to the exhibition and then go on to array of bars that surround it
1: delightful top tip from libby mm. um do you have any particular bad first dates that stick out in your memory
2: is there a word oh yes i've got Ooh. an awful one i feel like i've spoken about this before oh, have tell it again okay so this is at university and this was a guy that i i think we snogged in the club on the d floor Mm. Um, which was great. And funnily enough, I remember meeting. Wait, me- that, that wasn't the date, was it? No. Oh. No. <laughs> um, no, that does not count as a date. Um, and funnily enough, I remember meeting him at the bar with my friend who knew him. And we chatted a bit and we were like flirting. And then I turned to my friend and was like, oh, he's quite nice. And she said, don't. He is a scoundrel. I was like, obviously, oh, I- that makes me mm, like him more.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I've had experiences like this.
2: And then later that evening, we were talking. Anyway, we ended up kissing. And then he got my number and asked me to meet for a drink. So I think a few days later, we went for a drink at the pub. And it was so awful for so many reasons. So first of all, we, we set to meet at 9.30. Oh my
1: God, too late.
2: Very late. But obviously 9.30. Sounds called to me. Well, a bit. But, you know, obviously my point is I assumed that it was just going to be drinks, not dinner. Uh, he turned up 15, 20 minutes late. No. Um, ordered a sea bass. <laughs> I just said that was a bit awkward. He I'm was dead. like, I want to just do a bit um Also,
1: this is very Bristol University. Oh Christ. God, yeah. He ordered a sea bass. Yeah, it would cost Ugh. like forty quid or something. <laughs> Ridiculous.
2: Anyway, I was just having cocktails, so that was awkward. You were just pizza. having
1: cocktails while he was having. Yeah, because I've had this problem before, but I ended up just like guilt getting a pizza even though I'd had dinner because the guy was getting pizza and I was like, i better get pizza too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe I should have done that. Anyway, I didn't. I just got a, I got a sea bass. I should have got a sea bass. Or a lobster. Anyway, <laughs> then I remember he like at one point he went to the bathroom and I was texting my friends and he came back and like peered over my shoulder and was like, oh, I bet you're texting your friends about me now, aren't you? What are you saying? What are you saying? He was just always kind of second guessing everything I was doing and was very much obliging by the rules of that book, The Game and going oh, down the no. negging route and trying to make me feel bad about myself with everything I said. Asked me how many people I'd slept with. No. Mm-hmm. It was just it was just awful in so many ways. Anyway, then we ended up getting, sharing a cab back to uh, our uni houses together. And I don't know why we got a cab. Like We easily could what, have walked. did you live in the same place? Same sort of area, oh yeah. No. And we got to mine first. And I, ju- I just ran out the cab. I was like, okay, bye, thanks. <laughs> and that was it. And then I never heard from him again. Oh, brilliant. Oh, no, then I saw him at a party. God, I hope he doesn't listen. I saw him at a party a few years later. And he tried it on with me again, but in that really creepy, really full on way. Sort of (laughs) cornered me and started saying all this like dirty stuff
1: to me. I was like, this is so weird. But like the main reason that was a bad date is because you didn't like the We weren't compatible.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Seabass aside.
2: Seabass aside. Mm. Yeah, that's my bad date story. What's your bad date story? I've
1: got so many.
2: First dates. We're focusing on first dates. Yeah. I've got so many. Oh, hit me.
1: Um. (sighs) Well, there was a guy who um, ugh, met him from a dating app. He was shorter than me, which is not necessarily <laughs> the worst thing in the world, but I just wasn't feeling it. Um, you know, you realise very quickly that there's no spark there. And I was like, I'll make an excuse to leave after this one mm. drink. And then he spends two, takes two hours to drink one glass of wine.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah. You have mentioned this to me before. was no, It's one? just awkward when that happens. Yeah. It's not so much a bad date, it's just like. Quite a pallid date. I knew we weren't Flaccid. compatible
1: then. Drinks mm. way too slowly.
2: I Do you think, separate question, do you think you know within a few seconds? Because they, you, they always say that you do. Maybe but a few seconds, but, but pretty I often quickly. think like
0: if
1: you like half someone. an hour-ish. Mm. Like another date recently, actually earlier this year sometime, a first date. Um, I may have told this story again. I don't know. Um, we... We met and we went to a wine bar and I thought we would you know I you know first date I would always start with like a glass of wine each see how that goes mm. and this guy orders a bottle loads of food and and then when I made some comment about being not best pleased that he'd just chosen the wine he was like oh you can choose the next bottle and I was like oh god and then and then he kept talking about oh and we'll go on to this place after and I was like mate I'm not feeling this I gotta uh, get out. So I, I kept trying to leave, but I was I'm, I'm too bad at hurting people's feelings. So I um, I think I was there for at least two hours, but um, but yeah, these are things where you don't get on with the guy, but but then, but then I did think it weird that he had clearly decided from the off that. You know, this was going to be a few hours, mm. at least like a whole night yeah, worth is of weird. date.
2: That is weird, actually. And one thing that I really liked about the good date that I went on that I was talking about before is after the first bar, when we'd finished our drinks, he was like, "You know, do you have time to go yeah, to another or, bar?" He kind of gave me the option to be like, "Are yeah. you into this?"
1: Yeah, or to be Which like, really "Should we get another drink or something?" Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I think that's. I think like... that's a
2: really because it's a really it's it's a clouded way of saying. Mm are you into this i'm quite into this Mm. let's go somewhere else
1: i've met some people who their strategy for first dates is very much like i will spend an hour or even half an hour at this date and then i will leave i find that
2: quite strange
1: i think it's a bit odd because if you like the person and you want to carry on spending time with them they're gonna be a bit like what
2: Yeah, I think just go with the flow, go with no expectations, play it by ear, see how you go. I wanted to ask you the kissing thing.
1: The kissing thing. Because
2: in my opinion, if you don't kiss on a first date, it's not a good first date. And that's quite controversial because I know a lot of my friends disagree. So, and I know that... We were talking, one of our one of our friends said that she went on a first date last weekend and they didn't kiss. And I was like, oh, that's a bad sign. She's like, is it? I'm just going to see him again next week. I think it varies person to person. Mm. I
1: kind of agree with you. Mm. Um, but sometimes it does just, like, depend on the situation. Went on one first date this year and, um, you know, we said goodbye in the tube station. That's the worst And then thing. it was like... I would, I kind of like, had it been outside or something and he'd gone to kiss me, I totally would have kissed him back. Mm. Um, but I was like, I don't really want to kiss you. No, I've, tube I've had some really, people yeah, I've had some really, going.
2: I've had some very awkward kisses in tube stations. I think if you're on a first date and you want to kiss them, if it hasn't happened by the time you've reached the tube station, it's not going to happen. Don't wait for it to happen. Mm. It has to happen organically on yeah. the date itself. Yeah. And on the good date that I went on, it did happen organically. Just, we were in one of the bars, and he, I can't, I was quite drunk, mm. so I can't quite remember, but I think he said something like, I really want to kiss you. And normally, that would really cringe me out.
1: Because you liked him. But it. because I liked
2: him, and, and because I was quite drunk, it didn't.
1: <laughs> this is the thing, though, because if you hadn't liked me gone, I really want to kiss you, it would have been
2: like, ew, what yeah, a creep. exactly.
1: And that's, that's the difficult thing. Um... Yeah, I think the kissing thing is really difficult because I I if I like a guy on the first date, I probably will want to kiss. Yeah. And then that's an, it's kind of another good test actually.
2: I think so as well. Um,
1: to see and it doesn't need to be snoggerific. <laughs> it can just be it just doesn't. be a, a smaller kiss. Mm. But just to see if there's if it you get that little fizzy feeling inside and and I think that is quite a good test. And also I don't know if, if 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 I I guess there is in society still pressure for the guy to initiate, initiate the kiss yeah. in heterosexual couplings um which you know potentially is wrong
2: yeah it is wrong but equally it's something that we've all been conditioned to oblige by because there's no way in hell I would say something like that to a guy on a first date like I want to kiss you kiss me I
1: can't. no we're not all Megan are we no um,
2: we're not all, we are not all muggy Megan thank goodness <laughs> for that
1: no completely well like I said in last episode in like the not creepy way it came out you can with your body language
2: mm. make it quite oh my clear God, that was so funny that you are open <laughs> to being kissed yes I agree yeah
1: when I listened to the end of last week's episode back I was like this has come out completely <laughs> That's wrong so funny not how I meant it at all do we want to touch on sleeping with someone on the first date
2: or is that a whole other ball game?
1: I think we can touch on it for sure. It sort of is a whole other issue in itself. However, it's obviously linked to the kissing thing because I, I, I have some friends who are like, um, I would never kiss on a
2: first date. Like I didn't, I wouldn't even want to. Mm. Um, I think it's really bad to impose those kind of restrictions on yourself. Mm. Like you know, fair enough to have. I think maybe with sleeping with someone, because obviously that's a bit more intimate, well, it's a lot more intimate, um, to say that I would never sleep with someone on the first date. But just to impose an absolute ban, <laughs> mm. it's just it's just not feasible because you never know what you're gonna, you never know who this person yeah. is gonna be, how comfortable they're gonna make you feel, and maybe you might the one. want to.
1: Maybe they're the one. Each one could be the one. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, sleeping, <laughs> sleeping, sleeping with humans,
2: um, <laughs> as opposed to let's not go there. Okay. <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> no, I've never slept with someone on a first date. Um, have you not? No, no. Um, but I, I, I do take for what I. I always have had slight intimacy issues, so I would have. I don't really have the desire to do it with anyone mm. I don't know yet. Mm. Um, but also I totally don't judge anyone who does. If you want to, absolutely
2: bloody well do it. Mm, I think so. And I think it's you have to be cautious because obviously you run the risk of being disposable to that person after that first encounter. You know what I mean? Like it you don't tr- you don't know them really. Mm. You don't have any trust between mm. the two of you. So if you are going to decide to sleep with them, you have to accept the possibility that A, you have no idea where this relationship is going to go they could ghost you you might never hear from them again mm. um, it could go completely tits up yeah. or it could be the start of a relationship I know plenty of relationships that have started where they slept with each other on the first mm. date and it's been like a three year long thing
1: The trouble is, I've had plenty of girlfriends who have liked a guy so much on the first date that they decided they wanted to sleep with them and then the guy never messed them again yeah because i think you know there's this stupid rule the idea that women are told that if you sleep with a guy on the first date he'll never respect you and he thinks you're only no i don't think that's one. necessarily true i don't think that's true i think
2: it's important that you respect yourself mm. in that situation and if you decide to have sex with someone do it because you want to have sex with that person Yeah. At that moment Mm -hmm. in time. And try not to look beyond that. Try to just be content with Mm -hmm. the current situation. And don't expect anything afterwards. Mm -hmm. And then you won't Mm -hmm. be disappointed.
1: I've had other friends who on the first day have sort of tried to go home with the guy. And the guy's been like... No, it's only the first day. That's interesting. Yeah, which you you hear about less. Mm.
2: (laughs) You hear about less. Usually, yeah. I
1: know of at least one case in which that's happened to a friend.
2: Uh (laughs) A whole case. One
1: situation (laughs) where the man said, no, let's wait. It's too early. I don't know if that happened. What was
2: her reaction?
1: (laughs) She was gutted and actually (laughs) felt quite rejected. Yeah, I think I would as well. Um. She wanted to, and he was like, No, and and you know, obviously, it doesn't mean he doesn't fancy her. Might it's often that actually, I think it is a guy that like, I really like this girl, let's not rush into anything. Mm. And you know, it's a damaging stereotype to guys that all they want is sex all the time, and you yeah, know, totally it's
2: toxic masculinity, not
1: true. exactly, exactly. And you know, sometimes at the end of the day, because more often than not, they, they do involve alcohol, and sometimes you're not fully thinking straight, mm. you know. Do you think going for drinks is always the best date? Is, and do you want? Do you need there to be alcohol involved?
2: Personally. For a first date? Personally, because I get nervous, yeah. I think I want alcohol on the first date, yeah. Yeah,
1: and you're not even a big drinker. No,
2: I'm not a big drinker at all. And I was actually talking about this with my friend the other day. I drink the most on dates. I don't, like I will go to parties mm. and not ha- not have a yeah, touch of alcohol yeah. happily and be fine because I really don't drink very much. But on dates I drink a lot and I think that is just because it's a part of an insecurity thing and I think it's actually really bad because it doesn't really reflect who I am outside Mm. of a dating context Mm. and I actually think it's really important not to have a different personality on a date than you would in normal life and I don't have a different personality but the drinking thing. Can be a bit of a problem. Because I get very drunk very quickly. So that is why I need to always ensure I eat before a date. You are a lightweight. I'm a massive lightweight, but that's because I don't drink very much.
1: True. Uh, Cheap date.
2: (laughs) Total cheap date.
1: Uh, No, yeah. thing is, I think most people feel more confident, more relaxed, and more flirty after a couple of drinks. Yeah,
2: I think they do. And
1: I'm quite down for all those things on a first date, to be honest.
2: I think, do you think it matters more on a first date than on a second and third date? Yes. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I, I think v- it's quite nice to have sober dates.
1: I've never been on a sober first date or a first date that doesn't involve booze in no. any capacity. I don't
2: think I have either.
1: Wow. Wow. Should we try it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> try it and report back. Uh, oh, I just think it'd be so awkward. Like a, also, well, where would you go? We would
1: have to be in the daytime. Yeah, You couldn't go up, meet up in the evening. and Go, do you want to meet up for a diet coke?
2: Yeah, that's a bit weird, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it just it doesn't it isn't done.
2: No, it's just not the done thing.
1: No, or are well, well, you gonna even if you meet up in the daytime on the weekend, you're gonna go to the pub?
2: Mm. Or Where would you go? I mean, yeah, <laughs>
1: that's awful. <laughs> I don't
2: know. Wow. Tell us what you would do, listeners. <laughs> I just can't see it. If you want to go on a sober first date, go for a walk in the park. Meet for a cup of coffee? (laughs) Rachel does not look very
1: keen. It doesn't entice me.
2: No, me neither. (laughs) You just need the fuzzy fun of alcohol on that first date, I think. Yeah, but you have to strike the balance right. Yeah. You can't get too wasted. No,
1: and to be honest with you, I think if I um, was talking to a guy and he asked me out and I suggested going for drinks, then he said, oh, actually, I don't drink, I would have been like, oh, okay. I won't drink either then. Mm. And, you know, I'd do it, it'd be fine. Mm. But if we're both people who do drink alcohol, even though I try not to drink at least in the first half of the week, um, (laughs) (laughs) if I had to go on like a Tuesday date, I'd be like, I don't ever really wanna drink on a Tuesday. I went on a Tuesday date
2: once. It was bad. Did you drink? Yeah. There you go. I just did, I didn't want to drink, but yeah, I drank I because I was on a date, and exactly. that's what I do on dates. Exactly. I drink it like same. a fish.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Usually I try not to drink till Thursday at least.
2: Yeah, it was bad. And actually once I remember going on a date, I think this was a Sunday, and... And I got so drunk. And
1: Sunday drinking is so dangerous. It
2: is dangerous. And I don't remember kissing this guy for the first time. Oh, mate. Because I was that drunk.
1: Wow, that's I bad. know.
2: That is bad. I know. And I remember telling him that. And he was not very happy. Telling him that <laughs> afterwards. Because he was talking about...
1: What, after the date?
2: Yeah. Like the next day, he was talking about the evening in person. And, and then he said something and I was like, oh, really? I was like, do you not remember that? And I was like, no. And it became oh transparent that I didn't remember when we kissed. Oh my
1: God, I've never not remembered.
2: Have you not? No! But even even in like parties and stuff, do you get memory blanks from alcohol? Not huge. See, I do. I think some people just do and some don't. Yeah. Um, I get massive memory blanks. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah, that is scary, actually. Yeah.
1: Okay, so our tips for first dates.
2: <laughs> mm, yeah.
1: Don't get too... Smashed. don't get too smashed but you know get you a little have smashed a few drinks <laughs> that's okay yeah um make sure you factor in food
2: yes food is eat important something before
1: and don't be afraid to say you want to eat some food on the date you don't have to get something messy like spaghetti bolognese or a burger that you might not look the most graceful eating but chips are always
2: great yeah in terms of communicating with your first date, ask them questions and be interested in their responses. Because you know what, so few people listen to one mm, another in mm-hmm. today's culture. Mm-hmm. I think it actually makes a real difference just to be interested, even if you're faking interest. Mm-hmm. Pretend that you're interested in what they have to say.
1: I ask so many questions. Sometimes I fear I sound like a job interviewer.
2: Yeah, you don't want you don't want to be asking them. You don't want to be interviewing them. You don't want to come across. I'm this. very
1: much like. Where do you see yourself in five years?
2: Yeah, no, don't ask that. <laughs> but just you know, bring up interesting things and and yeah,
1: yeah, smile,
2: and laugh, yeah.
1: and just be a normal human with conversation skills. Because I found it really annoying on a date recently where it was the first day and I was I would ask a guy a question and he'd answer and then I'd be like, now the normal thing is for you to ask me the question back.
2: Mm.
1: And I wasn't asking the questions because I wanted him to ask me, but it's sort of started to annoy me that he wasn't just doing that because I'm like, that's the normal conversation. Narcissistic thing. is what that is right Yeah, then. he was annoying.
2: Mm. Um, where's something the, you feel comfortable in.
1: Where's something you feel comfortable in. Um, and also... Bring condoms. Um, <laughs> well, if it gets to that, always be safe. However, what I was going to say was, I would say when you're arranging the date and deciding what to do, say like do you want to do something like an activity or would you prefer to just go for drinks? Just ask that. or And you could be like, or are you more a museum kind of person? So, you think? That, so, yeah, I think you can say that. So it's not like if a guy goes to me, do you want to go to a museum? And I'm like, oh no. Or if it goes to you, do you want to go to Crazy Golf? And you're like, please God, no. Mm. So I think, just say, what type of thing do you fancy doing? Yeah. I would quite like that. Yeah, I'd quite like that too. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. So, good. First date it's brilliant all round.
0: Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.
2: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: And from the start of relationships to the end. Ah, the dismal end. Something
2: that Rachel and I are far more familiar with. (laughs) Well, I'm pretty
1: familiar with the first days as well because then you have to end them. That's true. <laughs> so what is it that we're unfamiliar with? The long-lasting. What goes after the ending. What we're going to talk about When here, there's no ending. Shh, shh. You're <laughs> not making any sense. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to talk about now is how do you end something with someone you're seeing? In
2: inverted commas. Yes.
1: So we're talking about... You've probably been on... Could be one date, could be six dates. Either way, it's in those early stages of... Dating, where you have not become officially a couple, officially boyfriend and girlfriend, you're not in a relationship, and you won't have had the chat about being exclusive yet.
2: And this is something that I have a lot of experience in. (laughs) Okay, so, oh Obi Wan Kenobi, (laughs) how would you define the period of seeing someone? Because in my mind, I would say you are seeing someone if you've been dating them, going on dates with them, fairly regularly. For a period of around one to six months.
1: Okay, I would say after three dates, you're seeing them. Do you think? Mm. Okay. I'd say, and I think if you've been seeing them for six months and you haven't even become exclusive, you need to have that chat.
2: Yeah. I feel like that's too long. Yeah, six months would be my absolute limit. If you're
1: seeing each other approximately once a week, I think after three months, I'd be like,
2: so. What's going on?
1: What is this?
2: God, how do you, I mean, that's a whole other episode about Different how to have episode, that chat. Different yeah. episode. Okay, but when things go sour and things go down the rabbit hole of <laughs> the abysmal dating woes... And, yeah. You're not making
1: any sense, but we all know what you're saying. Yes. Um, no, exactly. When you decide you're not into them, someone else is another swipe away. Classic. Mm. How do you do it? Now, I think how you do it does depend on the stage yeah if, i agree um when i actually oh bless the guy that i went on <laughs> a wonderful date with when i things ended like two months later um and i decided i had to end it we went for brunch and then a walk in the park and i did it in person did you yeah because i thought at that point i owe him that's nice that in person. how did he take it actually much better than i feared oh really? he, was, he was a bit sad but He was nice about it, and we had a hug, and we're still in touch. And
2: what did you say?
1: Um, mm, (laughs) I okay, so this was around a time when I was changing jobs, and it was a bit of a classic, um, wanting to focus on my career. I don't think I have time, and I, I can't fully remember what I said, okay, but you know, I sort of alluded to the fact that I just wasn't quite feeling it, but tried to do it in a gentle way.
2: Okay, good. And he took that on well? Yeah. Well done. I have had some dire experiences of doing that. I, Despite everything I say about do it kindly, make up an excuse, don't mess them around, I think I actually have messed.
1: When you've ended things in person? Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, Tell me more. I had been seeing a guy for not very long. On like four or five dates, okay. But this was a guy who I already had like a friendship with,
1: yeah. So you got to do it properly,
2: yeah. And I got so nervous about where, ending where it. Where had you met and stuff in person? We met at a cafe, okay. And I went into the meeting knowing, okay, I want to mm. end things with this person. Mm. And you know, like an hour and a half later, I'd like I'd been you know, trying building up to it. Um, and I got, I got so nervous. And anyway, ended up we were crossing a road. You didn't even do it in the cafe. No, um, no, no, no. We were crossing a road, and just as we crossed the road, I was like, "So I don't think we should see each other anymore." <gasps> it just came Livvy. out. Heavy. I know. And he, when e- you were crossing a road in the middle of a road, Christ, I, I don't. It was like word stopped. vomit the traffic stopped people cried people screamed there were protests it was so dramatic
1: I actually just meant the traffic stopped so no one got like hit by a car
2: (laughs) and then we got no I'm not going (laughs) to say that then he threw himself (laughs) down in front of a lorry (laughs) and said well I'm done and that was it no not a funny joke anyway yeah he did not take it very well um, and it was really awkward and I felt so bad and it was just really awful and since then I don't think I've ended anything with, in per- so- yeah. no, in person. But if I were to do it, first of all, I would never ghost someone because I think that is so cruel. The worst. Particularly if you have slept with someone, to just ignore them Not is okay, absolutely horrific. I think it's your responsibility as a kind and normal human being to respond to someone's messages if they're trying to see you and you have no interest. To mm-hmm. just say, um, hey, I'm really sorry, I've been off the radar. And just use one of the classic excuses. Mm -hmm. I think just say something like, I need to focus on work right now. I've got too much going on. I've just come out of a long-term relationship. I know these are all conventional excuses and we've heard them before, but I think it's It's actually... It's closure. It's closure and it's kinder to say something like that than to say, well, I actually just don't really fancy you or actually your laugh is kind of annoying and I don't want to hear it anymore or your jokes just aren't that funny. Like, don't say something like that to someone.
1: So recently I... Um, went on a first date with a guy and then decided I didn't want to see him again and I was in my phase of being like I can't be asked to date anyone and um, I told him over message because we'd only met at once yeah see I think that was okay I thought that was okay I was like I'm really sorry but to be honest with you I don't think I'm in a mental space for dating right now and he, his reply was like what do you mean you're not in a mental space and that it, it felt a bit accusatory aggressive yeah, yeah and so I didn't reply to that and I thought that was acceptable because I figured you know, I've told him quite kindly and I don't need to explain myself actually and um I'm not going to pick a fight with you. He then messaged like 2 weeks later saying like, "Oh, whenever you, if you're ever, you know, out of that bad mental space, like let me know cuz we had fun, it'd be great to see you." And I was just like no, and just the, accept the that you've
2: said no, and the
1: way you're using like my language back at me sounds like you're really trivialising what I've said, mm. and so I I didn't reply to that because I don't feel obligated to. Yeah, obligated, obliged, obliged. Are they both words? I don't know. I think so. Um, continue. And so I think after that one date, I think I don't owe him anything more than saying I'm no longer interested. Yeah, and he can accept my answer or not. Mm-hmm. And I would say up to three dates, I think you can still message to end it. Um if you've been out four times, I would probably say worth
2: it in person. In person, yeah, I agree. Um I agree. They'll really appreciate that. And also it's just it's just unkind. Yeah. You so don't need to you don't four dates, I think, if they've been good dates and you can tell that that other person likes you and could possibly be developing feelings for you just just give them the time of day to actually ask to meet and say look I'm really sorry but mm. I don't see this going anywhere mm.
1: I had this before um I had to do, I did a sort of breakup lunch at one point and um bless him the guy who was lovely um I I I sort of said I'd said it in our previous date that I knew that I had a tendency to freak out and run away from things when they start to get serious. And he was actually quite sweet about it. he He sort of, when I had told him that I thought I just wanted to be friends, he was like, I hope you don't mind me asking this, but do you think it's possible that you're just freaking out like you said you do? And I was like, I had thought about that too, but no. And I, I, I respected him for, suggesting that because he did it in a kind way and i I don't blame him as well for asking that considering i'd said that's what i do sometimes Mm. but i had to be honest and say no that that wasn't it
2: i think going back to because he questioned you on it i think it's good to you know just actually accept if someone Mm. ends things with you Mm. don't question it because Mm. you never know what that's gonna Mm. make them then say they could feel put on the spot and start saying things they don't mean about your relationship and your time together that are gonna make you feel bad about yourself
1: and you don't you don't want to be that person that's going but i can change or is it because i didn't take the bins out i'm sorry no no i'm just i'm just going on you know breakups of actual relationships that obviously is not an issue yeah i think it's different for
2: a breakup of an actual no. relationship then obviously you're owed a bit That's of an explanation yeah. but i think if it's just a casual thing probably best just to leave it
1: be easy breezy beautiful cover girl <laughs> totally um that reference 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 might be lost on some of you but i'm sure many of you will have got that yes so in short our tips for ending it with someone you're seeing are okay to do it over text up to approximately three dates but you've got to Mm. take it on a case-by-case basis Mm. i'd say and even so you know do it nicely wish them all the best for the future put a smiley face if you're into that
2: yeah don't um don't do it in the middle of a road Um, or anywhere with sharp edges, or uh, (laughs) just- Don't just
1: dive into it. Maybe say- No, don't just
2: blurt it out like I did. Mm. Um, I would lead into it, be in a passive setting, be sat down. Or walking, very good. Because I, I much prefer yes. doing it walking okay. because
1: that, in a park though, no roads. Not in a tube station. No, no. Do it do it walking. Not on the escalator. No, definitely, definitely not on the escalator. We've finished this sentence. <laughs> so many idea. safety hazards. <laughs> do it walking in a park mm. because then you're not actually looking in each other's eyes and it's kind of easier to talk then. Yeah, I like
2: that. Good yeah. tip. Yeah. Okay, break up. Break up method. Break up date, place, park. Yes,
1: I recommend 10 yes. out of 10 Regent's Park is lovely go there I think I was on Clapham Common myself
2: Clapham Common you said that so poshly
1: yeah that's what I was Clapham you see. Clapham Common <laughs> um <laughs> yes be honest with the person but spare their feelings yeah don't give them unnecessary details It's going to make them feel bad about themselves so you know I'm partial to a, a classic line to be honest so mm. I'm just trying to spare people's feelings and then even if someone uses a line on me I've had a guy before been like sorry i just don't think i'm over my ex yet and i'm like whether that's true or not i don't really care and but okay fine yeah, yeah. We're not don't going anywhere don't
2: say something that's going to make someone feel that they're not good enough for you
1: no maybe he shouldn't fancy me that's okay mm-hmm. tell me the ex thing but I'm, I'm i'm more on board with that yeah excellent um, yes good tips all around i'd say excellent enjoy your park breakups everyone
2: And that is all we have time for for today.
1: It is so sad. We hope you've enjoyed this episode though. And if you have any other of your own tips for how to end it, end things with someone you're seeing? Mm. Please send them in. We want to know please any do. other good venues, mm. any other good lines you've used. Let us know. Please do rate us on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review if you like. We love these reviews. Every time we get one, I usually check more than Livy, and I go, "We got another review," uh, which Ooh, is very exciting. Snide
2: dig there. I check more than Livy. <gasps> no, because I'm just like <laughs> obsessed. Yes. Okay. I um, yes, I like them too. I like a lot of the DMs on Instagram that we get. Please keep sending. We those yeah. we love those uh, millennial underscore love mm. um or you can email us at millennial.love at independent.co.uk with your dating disasters or dilemmas we've had such lov- lovely conversations with you guys about some of your dating stories um a lot of which we don't read out on the podcast some just to chat and mm. it's really lovely um we really enjoy them and it's nice to share all of those moments with you guys
1: yeah we feel really touched um to get listeners opening up to us so much. It's a real privilege and it's lovely for us as well to just hear about your own stories and experiences that are Mm. similar. Um and it's all wonderful food for thought for us as well. We love to know what issues you guys are facing so we, you know, can talk about things you're interested in. Yeah. Which we love. And you can join our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash millennial dot love. That is it.
2: We hope you have a lovely, lovely week everyone. And we will see you next week for our very special guest. Provided they don't
1: cancel.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.